0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to talk with uh, Tony Bernardo, the executive director of uh, CSSA, Canadian Shooting Sports Association, in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to tell you about something else that's coming up on the show. There's a huge issue. And I didn't realize just how pervasive. I mean, I, I knew it was a massive issue. I didn't know that it's as pervasive as it is. And that's the issue of human trafficking. Multiple billions of dollars criminal enterprise annually. We'll be talking to Dr. Kim Melman Orozco later on, international expert on human trafficking. And uh, her book is uh, Hiding in Plain Sight. The Jeffrey Epstein cases. So many of us talking about this awful reality of Um, sex trafficking. Dr. Gordon Holden will be with us as well later on, director of the China Institute at the University of Alberta. And Dr. Holden led a Canadian delegation to China last month. And uh, among issues they spoke with Chinese officials about was the uh, issue of the two Canadians, the two Michaels, who've been arrested and, uh, and charged by China after the Huawei chief financial officer has been held in this country since December 1st, uh, 2019, uh, on the extradition warrant from the United States. Excuse me, I think I've got a bit of a something coming on. But on the issue of firearms, now this is an extremely emotional issue, and particularly now because uh, we just passed the 30th anniversary of the um, mass murder of women in Montreal at the Institut Polytechnique, and I've seen a lot of emails, a lot of emails over the last days referring to the throne speech and uh, the decision by the government to do away with ownership of assault weapons, assault rifles. And, uh, and, and mayors in cities, like the mayor of Montreal, saying they want handguns banned. government says, as you heard from the governor general's voice during that voice clip, saying that the federal government is going to make it possible for cities to do this. Tony Bernardo joins me. He's the executive director of CSSA. Now, let me just say this. There are 2.2 million legal gun owners in this country. And those gun owners jump through hoops and and, and live up to regulatory requirements in order to purchase a, a firearm, whether it's a rifle or a shotgun. And then if you want additional firearms or different firearms, which you're constitutionally allowed to do, to buy, legally allowed to buy, you have to... Satisfy the government additionally that you're qualified to own such a firearm. Tony, uh, thank you for for talking to us. Now, if if so, we have 2.2 million Canadians who own firearms. Do you th- is there a sense among gun owners in this country that if not demonized, they're being looked at as um, relics from the past? As in, who needs a who needs to own a gun? in 2020. Is that the thinking that's that, that you're encountering? And how do you respond when people say, look, look at the, the, the terrible acts that take place when somebody has a firearm? W- w- how do you respond to that?
1: Well, well first of all, I, I think, Roy, and thanks for having me on today, that uh, demonized is the correct word. Our community feels extremely set upon. We've been living with this stuff for 30 years, actually more than 30 years, about 35, since the government started coming after us. We've got a community that is incredibly law-abiding. Statistically, an average gun owner is one-half as likely to commit a crime as a a non-gunning owner Canadian, and one-third as likely to commit a crime as a police officer. When you're dealing with people who are literally checked out by the RCMP, they do a background check on every gun owner in the country once a day. We're required to report a change of address, or we can go to jail for three years. But if you are a convicted pedophile, or even a convicted murderer, or even somebody with a firearms prohibition, none of those things are required.
0: So when the federal government commits to taking assault rifles off the market or buy them back. Uh, if you bought them legally and you got them legally registered, um, mm-hmm. then then we're going to buy them back. And if you own a firearm in the city of Montreal or other cities where the mayors want them gone, we're going to make it possible for the municipal governments to, d- to do this. What's the response from CSSA? What's the response from gun owners? Well,
1: f- first of all, we're, we're kind of incredulous because Assault rifles, real assault rifles, have been prohibited in Canada since 1971. 1971. The the, the second part of your question was about handgun ownership. Well, you know, the last I looked, our Constitution said equal application of the law to all people in all regions at all times. So now we're going to set up a separate set of laws for people that live in an urban environment and people that live in a rural environment. That's absolutely unconstitutional. Number two on that, the Supreme Court of Canada, uh, there was a challenge issued by Alberta against the federal government with five intervener uh, provinces. This was back 25 years ago as to whose jurisdiction the regulation of firearms was. Because, of course, in our Articles of Confederation, property rights are bestowed on the provinces, not the federal government. And at that point in time, the Supreme Court of Canada said, yeah, but because this is criminal code in nature, only the federal government can have jurisdiction. So where where do the cities get off making criminal code law? And I don't think they can enforce it. I don't think they can actually do it. But should they find some kind of magical way to do this, what does it now say for our country where some people have different laws than other people have?
0: So how do we address the issue, the question of guns, firearms used in the commission of a crime?
1: Well, there's no stats, first of all. And we've been complaining about this like for two decades. Nobody keeps statistics on this stuff with the exception of the Toronto Police Service. So bless their hearts, they do keep some stats. And at the, a year ago from, uh, from this point, the media was screaming and braying all about how 50% of the firearms that were used in crime in Canada were domestically sourced. When you got to the bottom of it, it was one detective in Toronto who made an off-the-cuff remark to a reporter and the entire media sees that as the absolute complete fact when we actually got an access to information request from the toronto police service they said 9.2 percent of the guns had ever been in the canadian registry system the Canadian registry system has, when a gun crosses the border, it automatically goes into the registry system. If it doesn't do that, is not following the law. So even if the gun is a non-restricted firearm, and when it goes to an individual, it's no longer registered. It's registered when it comes over the border. Import-export certificates, like the UN requires. So to say that 9.2% have ever been in the system, those are the firearms that would be owned by civilians. Most of these, of course, come from break-and-enters. And, enters,
0: okay, so you know, and, and, and if, if I understand it correctly, if I do mm-hmm. understand this correctly, uh, when, 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 a, when, when a gun is defined as having been um, seized in the, uh, in, the, in the commission of a crime, that gun is not necessarily actually being used in the commission of a crime. That, can just, that gun can just be in the presence of the commission of a crime while it's actually legally uh, locked up. That is absolutely correct. Am I
1: right so about you that? Have, you, you have an arson, and when the firemen are putting out the fire, they notice there's a gun safe there, and in the gun safe, after they break it open, they find seven hunting rifles. Those are now seven firearms seized at a crime scene. They go into the stats.
0: Are you losing this fight, Tony? Are Canada's 2.2 million gun owners losing the fight—the fight to, uh, to to retain ownership of their firearms? Well,
1: yeah, I think so. I think we are. Um, I think it's 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 long and dragged out, considering the amount of resources that we have to fight with. The government has infinite amounts of power. They have infinite amounts of our money to fight us with, and and worst of all. of the media is totally biased on this whole issue. For example, you know, the assault rifle thing. There are no assault rifles in Canada. Hello? There aren't any. By their actual legal definition, there are none. So what they did was they changed the narrative to be assault weapons. Well, what's an assault weapon? There is no definition for it. But yet you'll you'll hear the media just foaming at the mouth about this. They honestly so, have no idea what they're talking. Okay, about. so
0: I have I have sixty seconds here. So when you say there are no there are no assault rifles, that's right. What do you what, what are you saying? And what are, what, what are people assuming assault, an assault rifle is? Well, what that's a good
1: question. R- no, seriously, that's a good question. Nobody knows that answer or is willing to talk.
0: about So they're that. going to ban assault rifles, but there are no assault rifles.
1: Right. So now they've changed the narrative to be assault, assault weapons. weapons. But there's there's no definition for that. Hmm. So it's whatever the government says it is.
0: Okay, much more conversation uh, required here.
1: <laughs> it's a big issue.
0: Tony, thanks Some for narrative. joining us. Thanks for joining us. I thought after the speech from the throne we should, we should talk to you. Thanks for taking well, thank the time. You.
1: Bye now. Tony,
0: you. Tony Bernardo, the uh, Executive Director of CSSA and CILA. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.
1: For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.